How do you feel when you're loved? Overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, just like a bubbling up inside. How do I feel when I'm loved? Supported. Cared for. Happy. When I'm loved, I feel understood. Somebody cares, especially at my most vulnerable moments. And you're safe when you've got love. How do you feel when you're loved? This is Richard and Celia from Messages of Hope. Coming up, we'll be talking about love. What does it take to truly be in love? Feeling loved is one of the best things in the world and can make you feel like you're walking on air. On Valentine's Day, the focus is on romance and love. Are they actually the same thing or is there a difference? Romance is getting a bunch of flowers. Um, I would say love is more of a commitment, whereas romance is more short-term or instant. Love is more of an effort than romance. It's easy to give people romance. Love is a lot harder. If you want romance in the evening, it starts in the morning with doing the dishes. It goes for the whole day, not just that act of actually loving each other. So, Richard, how do you see love and romance? What is romance? I think it's doing the little things, particularly at the start of your relationship, and hopefully they continue. (laughs) But particularly at the start, I remember going away overseas for a couple of months when I first started seeing Kate, and uh, I was on the train a lot, so I used to buy postcards and write postcards, not knowing what she was thinking at the other end, So, but every day I would just try and send her a postcard of where I was. Yes, so trying to remind her that I liked her. So (laughs) I don't know if it was her or her mum that enjoyed the postcards more, but... There's those kind of moments, I think, are the romance times. Yeah. And I think there's also, you know, those, it's a really nice things that you do, but I reckon there's also a bit of, you know, you've got to be a bit vulnerable, put yourself out there and, you know, those, there's those fears of, of getting it wrong. Um, Did you have any awkward romantic moments? Well, I, I guess there was an early time where, you know, it was a bit awkward, early days and no one at work knew that we were actually seeing each other and we kept it kind of quiet. We went to see my sister in Sydney one time and... We were walking down the main street of Sydney and then we had this car. Beep, 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 windows roll down. Hey, how are you? And it was people from back home that saw us in the middle of Sydney. We were thinking, oh, well, everyone knows now. You, know, you can't run and you know, can't everyone hide. knows. And it's just, you know, it's just those little things of, you know, it's, it's a bit exciting and you kind of wanted to keep it a bit to yourself. Yes. Um, I think, but uh, public knowledge now. <laughs> Yes, that nervousness, I think, of a start of a relationship where you do those kind of romantic things to try and find out who the other person is and who you are. It's exciting. whether they really like you. You know, it's that unknown of if I do this, what will they think of me? And and just that hard, nervous, you know, it's exciting but nerves as well. Yeah. To help you with romance in your relationship, stay tuned for a free gift that we'll be offering at the end of today's program. And coming up, we'll look at what stops romance becoming love. At the start of a relationship, it's all about the romance. But what stops romance turning into love? I reckon ourselves get in the way of love. Our jealousy, our pride, our self-centeredness gets in the way of love. Love has to be received, and many of us don't know how to receive it because we have burdens from the past. I think it's hard to receive love sometimes because we have to let go to receive it and that's a scary thing. When a relationship is fresh and new, what are some of the things that stop it developing? Well, I reckon it's about putting yourself out there a little bit and, and being willing to, you know, I guess make yourself a bit vulnerable, isn't it? But you just, 
it's taking those two steps forward a bit, one step back. It's yeah. kind of putting yourself there, taking that risk yeah. in a way to get to know them, but also to reveal a bit of who you are. Yeah, absolutely, because you, you really need to get to know that other person. And it's, and it's about starting, I think, to develop a trust in that relationship that, okay, that person isn't going to laugh at me if, I, if I'm stupid or do something embarrassing. Or yes, that's not it's gonna cute make at them. that stage. Yeah. <laughs> yes, still cute, maybe not 10 maybe. years' time. <laughs> but at that stage, it's true, and it's, and it's all about having, having that chance to show, show them what, who you really are. Yeah, and then for you, liking you, you for who you are, yeah. not something that they think you might be or you might think they are, yeah. but you can love, and start that, to love each other. Yeah, and that can be risky. Are. Yes. But you have to take those risks, otherwise it stays very, you know, you will never get to know each other and it will stay very, very um, superficial, I guess. Yeah. It's not a real relationship, is it? So what about when a relationship has been established? What are some of the speed humps or, or difficulties? So we've been together for 13 years. There was fights that we managed to keep going for years. The thing is, it's, it's the little things that actually set things off, but there's an underlying... They are usually underlying. Absolutely. A yeah. big thing that's under the surface yeah. that you haven't gone through properly. And if you don't go through and nut it out, it's just going to stay there and then something mm. else will set you off. Like when you didn't open the gate for me. <laughs> I can't believe that you did that. So what are the things that make it hard to love your partner? I think it's for us, it's the busyness of life. It's the busyness of work and having all these external pressures on you all the time, things that come up that you don't expect. I think that adds to the whole stress and mm. adds to roadblocks in a relationship. Yeah. You don't know how you're going to get through some of those things yeah. sometimes. And in the early days, you make that time, don't you? Whereas, you do. whereas when you get, I guess, a bit more comfortable in each other, you, you, your interests go outside and and you don't have the kids either. Oh, so yes. I don't we just don't have time, you know, with the kids now. It's it's not just about you and you and each other anymore. It's about, you know, them and sometimes I just feel like the only conversations my husband and I have are okay you need to make sure that you're home at this time to take them there and oh who's got that and who's taking them to that practice and it's hard and to find time for yourself in amongst all that so is. and for your relationship yeah yeah so. you know you're struggling sometimes just to keep your own head above water let alone you know having that energy to put back into the yeah. relationship and then you get all the financial pressures the yep. emotional things yep. yeah life can get quite full and busy sometimes and be real roadblocks and even conflict you know, you can't avoid conflict. I think there's a myth out there that says if you have conflict, then you don't love each other. Yeah. But everyone experiences conflict. That's, Absolutely. But it's how you then work through that yep. and yep, get through exactly. that and deal with all these things that we've been mentioning. Yeah. And there's always going to be something that'll get in the way. You know, I don't think there's ever, you know, enough time to do anything. But it, I guess it's about, you know, making. Yeah, about making time, yep. being intentional. Yeah, yeah. Well, coming up, we'll talk about some of the things that we can do to perhaps help give that time back to each other. If you have a funny romantic story you'd like to share, we'd love to hear it. Go to our Facebook page, Messages of Hope. It might inspire others to give romance a go. That's Facebook, Messages of Hope. We've been talking about love and romance and what are some of the things that get in the way. So what keeps love alive? The small things again, I think. It's the, the smile, the, the handhold, the cuddle, the, the doing the dishes occasionally. <laughs> means a lot. Spontaneity is really important, I think. We sort of try and keep things fresh and try and keep the element of surprise in the marriage. Don't try and smother your partner. Um, let them grow and change and evolve. Having someone you can trust that has always got your back regardless of how wrong you are. Communication. 
putting your feelings out there. They might be right, they might be wrong, but the only way you're going to come to a compromise or a decision is, is by communicating. Never being too proud to say you're sorry. It's all about forgiveness. So what's helped you, Celia? It's really, I guess, paying attention to some of the little things, but, but also the fact that, for me, what I've learnt from my, my husband is that love is a verb, not a noun. It's the little things that he does day in, day out. And it might not be, like he doesn't, we don't celebrate Valentine's Day or anything like that, but there'll be a day where he knows I've had a huge week and it's been really busy. And he'll just come home with a bottle of champagne and say, we're not doing work tonight. You know, and just little things. It's no special occasion. It's like he'll clean the kitchen when I know it's been messy and the kids have not done it and he'll just get in and do it without saying anything. It's having that awareness of the other, isn't it? It's having the care and the concern. It's doing the little things that mean so much to me. Yes. And so they might not necessarily seem as romantic to others, Mm. but they are to you because they mean a big difference. Absolutely. I'd I'd prefer that than a bunch of flowers any day, you know, for him to do something that shows he gets me. Yes, he yeah. gets what's happening. We, we often sit down after the kids have gone to bed and just have a chat about the day and sit there on the lounge together and reminisce and just remind each other yep. of who we are and it's what's happening. It's making the time, isn't it? It is. You have to make the time and it doesn't matter. It, sound, it might sound clinical, but to schedule that time in because you schedule everything else in your lives, but just that time. And we're the same, you know, we'll, we'll probably do it mostly first thing in the morning, go exercise together because that's not going to get in the way early in the morning. Nothing's going to interrupt that. Yes. Whereas the other end of the night, you know, it's yeah. just chaos. <laughs> and be tech free, put the work aside yeah. and be there for each other. Yeah. So We I say think that, that to the kids all the time, don't we? And it's actually <laughs> yes. about modelling it ourselves. Yes. Yeah. And it's, being, it's showing that commitment to each other that you do value the other person. You're willing to sacrifice your own wants and desires and you want to show care and concern. You want to be committed yeah. to that person. And I think that makes a big difference in a relationship. Yeah. And I also think the fact that we have God in a relationship as well, you know, it's, it's not just me and Craig or you and Kate. God is there in that relationship and, and our understanding of God's love is what makes a huge difference to us. Um, I agree. I think it, it's not just a relationship between two people then. It's a relationship with three and with God involved and his love for us, someone where we can look as an example of love and his sacrifice to us, but also the love we can draw on from him, yeah. that we can go to him and he's constant, he's always there. So yeah. no matter whether we're going through tough times in our relationship yeah. where we're not necessarily feeling the love, <laughs> yes, we I'm, can I'm gonna, you know, call back to him. Yes. Exactly. It's, it's, that, it's those times where you just... I'm not loving you very much anymore, but I love you. Yes. That constant love is there. And I think because you know God's constant love, yes. you know that that's not going to go away. You might not particularly like that person at the time, but that isn't going to destroy that basis. That's right. That source of love in God that we can rely on, his forgiveness and his love that he gives to us, that we can also then go and forgive our partners and love them and enjoy our relationships. For more about keeping the romance alive, go to messagesofhope.org.au where you can also order your free booklet, Renew the Romance. That's messagesofhope.org.au or call 1-800-353-350. That's 1-800-353-350 for your free booklet, Renew the Romance. I'm Richard Fox, a pastor of the Lutheran Church where love comes to life. I hope you can join us again next week for another message of hope. Real hope to cope with life's challenges.